tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, it's time to charge those power coins and have another more phenomenal episode of Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that covers everything that's going on in the news today. I'm Josh. I'm Sam. I'm Samantha. And I'm Cody. We have a great show for you this week. An excellent show, in fact. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news. Uh, we're going to do an in-depth review of the Power Rangers movie, so I bet Buckle you couldn't in. guess <laughs> that we were going to talk about that. <laughs> the um, results may surprise you. They might. They might not. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Anyway, on to the show. This is normally the part where we get into our check it outs for the week, but I think we're going to save that for the second half since we're going to be going into a spoiler-filled review of Power Rangers. We all saw it. Uh, so let's get into the news first. Let's mix things up. You're first, ruining the formula. I know. I'm messing with the formula. It's breaking, breaking molds all over the place. We're the new Coke over here. We and sure. And you're gonna love it. We're, you got to. Because <laughs> there's no alternative. Uh, this is Nerd Overload with sea salt. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, we have... Uh, I think we get salty enough with We, get, we get salty without enough. it. Well, wait till that second half when we talk about Power Rangers. <laughs> Might be a little salt there. Anyway... There were some trailers that came out this week. Lots of trailers. Lots of trailers. I don't know why all of a sudden they all hit kind of at the same time, like within a couple of days of each other. I think it's because we're gearing up for summer, and that's when all these, a lot of these movies are coming out. That's true. Summer movies. You got a point. Uh, so let's just talk about all three of them here. First up is the new Spider-Man Homecoming tra- trailer. So good. Yeah, it was very good. It also gave away the entire movie. The entire movie. Yeah, I feel like I don't necessarily have to see it now because but we will i know what's going to happen yeah it's like a spider-man short film yeah but uh but no it looks really good lots of iron man which i didn't expect yeah very yeah, they're, they're leaning real heavy into that whole hey this is connected to the mcu real yeah. hard well this is the first time spider-man's been able to in his own standalone film of course True. they're going to like lean into it as hard as they possibly can now, do we know if Spider-Man's going to pop up in the Avengers Infinity War movies? I'm sure he will. Mm. Yeah. They, would, they wouldn't have taken all this time to connect him not to. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Do you so, think having Iron Man in there is going to help or hurt the movie? I don't know. Oh, it'll, it'll, it'll pull people in. But will it make the movie better? You know, I wouldn't. We saw a lot of uh, Robert Downey Jr. in the trailer. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw every scene that he is in <laughs> in that trailer. True. He could true. it could be just five minutes of rubber. It could be you know three minutes at the beginning, a minute in the middle, and a minute at the end. But we saw all of it smooshed together for this one trailer. This is and true. the Avengers Tower. Yeah, well that too. I love that we're finally getting into the meat of the fact that it's a extended universe. Yes, though. like they've they've done all the origins forever, mm-hmm. and. They've even done separate sequels that were only lightly connected to the other movies, but this one looks like it's it's really in there, you know? This is a direct follow-up to Captain America Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. Between this and I think Black Panther is going to be another direct, like, follow-up. To, I can hope so. Yeah. Because Spider-Man and Black Panther were two of the best parts they of that whole movie. probably two of the best. You're yeah. absolutely right. I, I guess Civil War was the first real, like, hey, now it's a totally connected universe. Yeah. Situation. In a, yeah, in yeah. a way. Even more so than Avengers, I think. Yeah. Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Avengers is a big crossover movie, but this is this is a movie that's not a crossover, but is still 
you know, didn't just have in... like cameos. It was like full. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I see where you're going with that. Uh, the more I see of the vulture and Michael Keaton's performance as the vulture, the more I like it. Um, yeah. He, his wings look more like, uh, like one of those, um, Bluetooth drones mm-hmm. and yeah. actually like <laughs> wings. And I, I think that's cool. Yeah. The, the propellers on the wings is kind of, Oh neat, Yeah. Neat take. It gives me hope uh, when we get this version of Spider-Man's Green Goblin. I hope they steer clear of the Green Goblin for a while, honestly. Since we've, we've, we've been so heavy with the Goblin. We've seen get him. Get Hobgoblin in there. Yeah, get Hobgoblin <laughs> in there. Get any of them in there. Demo I, Goblin. Seen, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we've Green Goblin was in the first Tobey Maguire movie. He was alluded to a couple of times in the Andrew Garfield one. In fact, his kid, um, yep. Harry Osborn, was Green Goblin. Yeah, kind of sort of in that I would like to see them go for it's like having too many Batman movies with Joker in it. Mm, I want to yeah. see more villains, different villains. Spider-Man Mysterio. has. Yeah, a lot I would of love villains. Mysterio. Yeah, I've always said in the Tobey Maguire movies, Bruce Campbell should have been Mysterio and would have explained why he has cameo parts in all three of the movies. Yeah. He's a working actor trying to trying out these different things. Oh, yeah, it would have been great. Of course, yeah. Mysterio is one of the like could be one of the more visually interesting villains anyway, because of all the like the holograms and things and it's got a dome on his head. Yeah, <laughs> places got a dome on his head. Well, true, but it's iconic. That's a really yeah. cool like design. But no, Vulture looks good. Shocker for what we saw of him. Shocker's in it. Shocker's in it. Yeah, he. You, did you see the bit with the electricity where the guy like threw a punch and I, the electricity came out of his gauntlet? I must not have been paying attention. Yeah, Shocker's <laughs> in it. He's not wearing that weird quilt suit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh hmm. but that's fine that's costume uh, kind of a lame costume honestly. it really is well look at the look at the the old uh electro costume with the big yellow starfish on his face oh sure yeah that was cool i, I actually mermaid man i actually <laughs> prefer that one to the just blue skin and the, black bodysuit oh the ultimate ultimate electro yeah. style yeah but eh, whatever no I, I get it what are some other uh god yeah what are some other uh the prowler he was an off again, on again villain. Silver Sable, Black Cat, Black Cat, yeah. Black Cat would be a really good one. I'm the Prowler. <laughs> I, I prowl about <laughs> Craven the Hunter. Craven the oh, Hunter yeah, would be an Craven excellent. In there. Yeah, he would be a sweet van. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? it's been long enough. I would. I want to see Doctor Octopus again, and I want Alfred Molina to play him. Yeah, have it have he, it be a completely different version. Oh yeah, but. It was very good. His yeah, his Doc Ock was probably one of the best like adaptations of the character. Probably. You see Doc Ock is coming back in the comics, by the way. I did. I did see that. Yeah, he's in a cloned body of Peter Parker calling himself the superior octopus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well he his like consciousness kinda came back on a robot. Yeah, kinda. Uh, comics are weird, man. Yeah, <laughs> comics are weird. <laughs> Sandman was cool. Sandman was cool. Eh, I was never really a big, huge fan of Sandman. And uh, Thomas, well, Thomas Hayden Church really did a really mm. good job. And I almost called him David Hyde Pierce, and I know that's wrong. <laughs> Can you David imagine? David Hyde Pierce as Sandman? Spider-Man. <laughs> Come here, Spider-Man. <laughs> Maris. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, man. All right. Well, anyway, let's move on to our next uh, trailer. Uh, there was a Justice League, a full Justice League with trailer. new footage. Yeah, yeah, it was all right. It was it was a trailer. Um, had some jokes in it. Yeah, it was surprisingly a, had some levity. I am a little concerned about what they're doing with Cyborg in the movie. 
He doesn't seem to have anything in the way of personality or anything. Also, at what point do you stop being a cyborg and start being like a robot a robot with some human parts? Because the only human bit visible on Cyborg is three quarters of his face. Well, that's kind of the way Cyborg kind of looks in the comics. No, he's got bare arms and, and legs. Just kind of how he looks in Teen Titans Go. Yeah, well, that's true. The cartoon. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But still, I mean, it's... His his design's a little busy for me, honestly. Yeah, there's a lot of CG going on there. There's a lot. A lot. Aquaman, believe it or not, I think I'm on board finally with this version of Aquaman. With Aqua Bro. Now now that I've <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seriously, have making Aquaman I like either proud King Aquaman, like the king that just would rather be off fighting crime and having fun, or just the biggest, dumbest bro like sea bro <laughs> you'll ever meet and the that ladder is what we're getting in this movie and if he's kind of the butt of the joke a little bit not for talking to fish but because he's just kind of a bro he's just kind of a bro he's just kind of a dude i'm on board sure okay i'm a little worried because we've seen good trailers for batman v superman yeah and we've seen good trailers for suicide, suicide squad. squad this is a good tra- this is a pretty okay good trailer for Justice League. Yeah, we, now we know trailers don't really mean anything. Yeah. What, uh, yeah, well, and we'll get into that later on as well, because <laughs> we're going to loop back around to that that point. It also makes me worried for Wonder Woman. What's really going to tell us if Wonder Woman's good? Because those trailers have been fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, there has not if, been a bad trailer for Wonder Woman. If we go into Wonder Woman and it turns out to be a steaming pile, then... Which is a very real possibility. Yeah. Uh, sadly, yeah. We are living in a world where it could be just a terrible movie and that would wreck everything for DC and Warner brothers. I think, cause they have a lot banking on wonder woman. Well, it was there the, is a lot banking on wonder woman. Not, yeah. Not yeah. just for Warner brothers too, but yeah. for like, everybody. Yeah. yeah. For everybody fans. Um, yeah. People pushing for female centric superhero films. Yeah. If it's that bad, people go or studios could be like, see, this is why it doesn't work. Yeah. Even though all the Hunger Games movies, those weren't comic book movies, but it, they were female-led, right. action-y yeah. movies. I'm afraid the first nail in the, com- in the coffin of um, studios making more female-led uh, superhero movies is this Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. It's it's weird to think about because it's not a standard superhero movie, but it is it is a comic. It's a manga. It's a manga. It's, a, it's one of the mangoes. <laughs> but if reports have been coming in that it's kind of, not good and kind of really boring which is a shame because it looks cool it looks very cool but i don't know it was never going to be able to get out from under the casting yes that drama anyway yeah the best they could have shot for with that movie is okay just because of the the casting issues anyway uh back on the justice league it looks fine there's something about watching batman drive the bat car at super fast speeds and then launching Aquaman off of it to like jump tackle a guy. <laughs> it just kind of hits like the a real sweet spot for me. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. sure. The, I'm sure the action scenes in the movie will be great. Yeah, because the the latter parts of uh, Batman v Superman were okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when it was more than just them just punching each other. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Like when they fought. Um, was it Doomsday? Uh yeah, it's supposed Tiny to be. Yeah. yeah, when they fought that Lord of the Rings orc. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty cool. They that were doing right. cool team up stuff. Yeah, I wish 
they were fighting someone other than Darkseid and his paratroopers because we're going to get a bunch of g- weird greenish grayscale bug aliens. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's going to play just because um, they didn't play too well in a, when they were done in Avengers when they were fighting those oh, weird the, faceless oh. alien types. Oh, yeah. They might as well have been fighting anything. Yeah. And <laughs> not only is the that Justice League movie. They never explained it. And yeah. not only is the Justice League movie going to have nameless, faceless aliens, it's all going to be in the dark. <laughs> and it's and in like sepia and like muted tones. So it's going to be even more drab. You know, here, uh, here's the other thing is, yeah, I know they make the hints visually within Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. And then they completely cut out the scene with Steppenwolf. Oh, Lex Luthor talking to Steppenwolf. You mean that weird monster man? Yes. That's supposed to be Steppenwolf? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the band Steppenwolf? The band Steppenwolf. <laughs> Lex Luthor hired in a, steppenwolf in his magic in their magic carpet ride that's right <laughs> <laughs> he hired steppenwolf and their magic carpet yeah. <laughs> yeah that's how he got on top of the building that's the that's end. exactly he right took steppenwolf's magic, magic carpet, carpet ride yeah plot uh, hole filled yeah, yeah. <laughs> done done okay anyway but it's, it feels like a big jump just going straight for dark side like that the fact that the only people who are going to know what the the paratroopers are or the parademons no one's gonna know yeah well warner brothers hasn't taken the time to build anything at this point right they're just kind of throwing everything at the screen (laughs) grant to be fair when the avengers throw in the the um oh what 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 is that alien race shatari yeah the ataris yeah (laughs) i almost i almost called them uh the shatar (laughs) i'm like that's not right yeah (laughs) that's that's professor x's girlfriend yeah the she are she are are. they're bird people yeah yeah yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I know why they're throwing Darkseid in. One, they need someone big enough for Superman to punch. And two, Marvel's doing Thanos. Darkseid is the DC equivalent to Thanos. Yeah. So they have to try to match him, but they're going about it the wrong way. But we've talked about this. Because we, we've built up to Thanos for how many years now? Oh, my God, yeah. Since the first Avengers. Yeah, to the point now when they tease him at the end of the movie, it's like, yeah, we get it. Yeah, come on, let's just do this. <laughs> let's do the dang thing. Put on the glove. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but what? You know, what would have been a real crazy curve, like if they just would just throw in like Starro at the Justice League. I that would actually be really cool, and it would kind of bank on the uh, zombie craze a little bit because yeah. uh, Starro infected. Starro is a giant starfi- uh, alien starfish that shoots off these little pods that connect to your face and uh, mind controls you. Yep. It was actually the Starro was. The Justice League's first uh, the villain. first villain that the Justice League fought back mm-hmm. in the '60s, like the very first. Yep, and that would have been actually really cool. And they could have said that Starro was an emissary of Darkseid, mm-hmm. and you could you would see the Justice League try to save the day, but also try to not harm people, which I think is something that the Warner Brothers movies need to kind of lean on <laughs> a little bit now is and not, not just make commentary about it, people, and not using a bunch of guns. <laughs> Looking Batmobile at you, Batman. Still has guns. Yeah, Batmobile has a ton of guns in that trailer. Of course. What if they shoot rubber bullets? Uh, they'll, they'll ADR that in. Like, yeah, it's okay. They're rubber bullets. <laughs> Duke's okay. He's in a coma, but he's all right. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's a GI Joe the movie reference. Yep, the animated movie. Yep. Yeah, the editor. I was once a man. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's talk about this last trailer. Um, it. I didn't watch this one because I'm not. I have no attachment. To I it. I meant to, but then I I never did. 
So I'm the only one. You're the only it. one. Tell us about it, Josh. Well, there's a clown. There's a yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. There's they're they're building this instead instead of being like one movie like the original it was. Mm-hmm. It's like a I think it's like a two parter. <laughs> the it expanded universe. Oh, <laughs> well, no, it's going to be because the book itself is it's has, split in half. Yeah, yeah. part of it's the, part of it's when they're kids and part of it's when they're adults. And yeah, that's I what do they're know, doing. And that's what they're do doing with that. the movie. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like a horror movie. Yeah, just doesn't have that uh, that Tim Curry charm. Does no, it? it really doesn't. Yeah. That and like of. the colors on Pennywise seem very toned down. Mm-hmm. Aw, they do. He's not quite as well. He, that was one of the best parts. Is he has this bizarre contrast. Yeah. Oh yeah, like <laughs> the bright yellow and the red. Yeah. And the white. Yeah. 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 This he looks almost. I don't know. They 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 creepied him up too much. They did, and like he's a tryhard. Uh, yeah, he's a tryhard. Kind of it's like it's yeah. like Count Olaf dressing like a clown. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. No, I'm serious. Like yeah. he's kind of like skinny and kind of gaunt, and I don't know. The biggest thing is they kept they kept saying the one phrase over and over and over again that we all float down here. Yes, that? Oh. constantly. Oh. That's uh, it. Doesn't sound good. Yeah, I think I'll be skipping that one. Yeah, honestly, Stephen King inspired movies are really hit and miss. Yeah, incredibly hit and miss. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I mean, some are really good and some aren't. And not to be fair, I'm not a huge avid reader of his books. I've, mm-hmm. I, you know, I've never sat down and read the giant Stephen King expanded universe of connected stories. I've actually, I've actually read a lot of Stephen King. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I know there are certain themes and mm-hmm. things like that, yeah. but greasers, greasers are, yeah, are a theme. Cars and cars, Maine. Yeah, uh, I'm hoping that if this movie's bad, it somehow like balances like the galactic like scale so that the Dark Tower is good. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that one needs to be good. It really does. I mean, it should be. It's Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey. Well, yeah. So it's also the Dark Tower is great. It's a great. It's a great series. Anyway, sure. Weird dimensional space cowboy. <laughs> yeah, craziness. Yeah. It's just weird enough to just be like, just go. Okay, I'm in. Whatever. Just take me for a ride. Let's do this thing. Yeah. Hey, Westworld apparently has been really popular, so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just, I feel like it's one of those things that nobody asked for. Well, nobody asked for any kind of reboot. <laughs> yeah. Nobody asked for anything. This is true. And I don't know. I just liked him curious the clown. Yeah, yeah. that's that's going to be the biggest hurdle. I don't think they're going to be able to jump over it. I really yeah, don't. Probably not. Yeah. You can't recast any Tim Curry role and have it work. It just You just can't. No. I mean, they tried to do Rocky Horror, and nobody nobody even talks about that happening. Yeah. What? What? I'm sorry. What do you mean? <laughs> that when, thing that doesn't exist? Yeah, when Fox redid Rocky Horror? I don't know what you're talking with, about. With Laverne never, Cox? Never did that. I actually meant to watch it, and then I just didn't. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't I, care enough, yeah. honestly. It didn't need to be done. People still watch the original all yeah, the time, every yeah. month. Why reinvent the wheel? <laughs> we have time for one more real quick one. So we're all children of the 90s, and <laughs> we're around in the uh, the dawning age of CGI animated television from Canada. <laughs> uh, no, there was a series uh, called Reboot. It lasted, what, like three seasons? Something like that. Something like that. The four. whole thing was four. Was it, a, was it four? Yeah. Okay. Didn't well, the, Toonami later fund the fourth one uh, way after the fact? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it was uh, the whole thing was set in like a com- inside a computer, and you're playing games. And, yeah, but there's also villains. It's like the villains are viruses. Yeah, they're viruses, and you're fighting against them in like games and like 
incoming game, they drop the GameCube down and Yep. And if the if the user wins, it destroys a portion of the town. That's right. It's, and oh, and it man. followed Bob who was like a guardian. C- guardian. Or basically the CPU player anytime you play against the CPU. Well, on he a, was also supportless, kind of like the, the antivirus. It kind of, yeah, that too. And then it got weird in those last couple seasons where, yeah, where he became it, like internet Jesus or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and Enzo was yeah. the new guardian Yeah, after he grew up. Yeah, very weird. There's a mermaid, I think. Yeah, she was pulled out of another game. Ah, uh, well. Yeah, she was pulled out of a game and brought like into the their world as an actual character. Anyway, this, there's a certain charm to how bad the CGI is. Oh, it's so bad. I mean, it was innovative at the time, but it's like... It does not super garbage. Yeah, I remember when it well, premiered on. It was the Saturday morning mm-hmm. show. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about this because they are rebooting reboot. We're getting a reboot reboot. Uh, yeah, and they released like mm-hmm. kind of like some of the plot details, what it is, and it sounds like horribleness. If that's, if that's not telling about the world we live in now, that they're they're rebooting reboot. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> Uh, the biggest change is uh, the show is partially live action with a with a diverse cast of of cool teens. Yeah, there's the opinionated alt chick and the jock, and like all of your stereotype tropes. Like yeah, and everything the, like, like Power Rangers. Like Power Rangers. <laughs> we'll we'll get to it. <laughs> yeah, they're like they're it's, rec- not, it's not going to be good. No, it's not like. The if the the teaser image is, says anything without the little reboot logo on their chest, it looks like bad Halo, bad Halo, or just some crappy game you would have found online as a space shooter. Yeah, no kids shows with live action are ever good. It's not. It's not good. No, that's why I didn't watch a lot of the Disney Channel stuff because yeah. I didn't care. Did you wish? Did you ever wish that reboot had like iCarly in it? Because uh, that's, that's what it's what gonna we're be. Getting. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it just seems to lose any all like kind of semblance of what the old show was. Yeah. Well, the whole thing was the the original show had its own ecosystem. Yeah. It was completely, they didn't know anything about the outside world. Nope. It was their own city, their own infrastructure. Once you introduce people from the real, real world into that in, infrastructure, it's like, it just kind of makes the artificial world, it's kind of boring and yeah. fake. Like Tron, but it's not like good. It's like bad Tron, yeah. You can't, you, you can't get immersed into the fantasy world if you're constantly jumping back out into the real world and trying to tie things into it. At least for me, that is. The yeah. real world with bad child actors. With and, bad, bad child actors. And writers who don't give a darn. And 50-year-old writers who think they know how bad child actors speak. Yeah. <laughs> Which we'll get to after the break. <laughs> Yeah. So, eh, what what channel is this going to be on? Do I don't even know, honestly. Probably it's either probably either going to be Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon. I would guess Cartoon I Network. I don't think so because I don't think Cartoon tar- tar- Try that again. I don't think Cartoon Network has any live action shows. They did for a while. Yeah, they gave up on that one pretty quick. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it kind of ruins the whole Cartoon Network. Yeah, when they had CN Real. Now uh, we got Andrew WK jumping around. Hey, Andrew WK is awesome. The dude likes to party. He's very positive. Parties hard. He parties hard, and he's a he is a beacon of light on Twitter. His, <laughs> True. His Twitter is like the most positive thing I've seen. It's great. But he did ruin Cartoon Network for a solid year. He kind of did. Yeah, well, it happens. 
Does yeah, it doesn't have a, a station for it yet. But watch it'll be like Netflix or Amazon or something. Uh, probably. Well, I don't. I don't see Netflix because they put out good things. Not always. Not necessarily. They put out mediocre at best things. Okay, I'll take. They it. don't put out bad things. They. Mm, they <laughs> have you seen the Adam Sandler movie? Well, oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> but she's contracted you to make a, a few more. Oh, that's bad. Oh yeah, speaking of Adam Sandler movies, yeah. Yeah, they is. They renewed his contract for four more. Why? No one asked for this. No, someone's asking for it. Oh, yeah, they're asking Clearly. for it, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything else to add to that. It's just bad. Yeah. It's bad news. Man, that, I, uh, I remember like a time when Adam Sandler was one of my favorite actors, and I love yeah, his Yeah, Billy Madison, Happy, Happy Gilmore. Gilmore. Big Daddy was Big also Daddy pretty, was pretty good. good. That's about it. I like yeah. Little Nicky. Wedding Singer oh, is great. Wedding yeah. Singer is amazing. I've never yeah. seen Wedding Singer. That's one for... What? Well, that's one for the show. Yeah. yeah. I literally had one of the songs in my wedding. <laughs> oh, you did? Which one? Uh, the one he sings to her on the plane at the end. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The original one. Very yeah. Cool. That's awesome. All right. Hey, let's go ahead and take a break here. And when we get back, we are going to get into our Power Rangers spoiler discussion. We'll be back. MB Subculture Comics and Costumes is a proud sponsor of Nerd Overload. MB Subculture is hosting their second annual VHS Swap and Free Comic Book Day Saturday, May 6th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Also featuring guest artists and vendors, cosplay, tabletop gaming, and admission is free. MB Subculture Comics and Costumes, now at their new location, 1715 Marion Road, Bucyrus, on State Route 4 in the former Capitol Cinema and across from McDonald's. 419-562-0404 and online at subcultureoh.com.
We're back. That was the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers theme song um, composed for orchestra by Walt Ribeiro. The song was originally done by a guy named uh, Ron Wasserman. Fun fact. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, did you know? Actually, did you know that it was arranged by Heim Zabon himself? Yes, because he told us that before. <laughs> I've told you guys that before. Well, I'm telling I'm telling the listener now. Yeah. Uh, why no, Sam? I did not know this previously unknown knowledge. Why, yes. Saban was a musician at one point in his life. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So we're back. Let's go ahead and uh, get into the meat of what we're talking about. The uh, Power Rangers movie. I know that's what everyone has been kind of waiting for us to discuss. Mm. Um <laughs> Should we go ahead? How far into spoilers do we want to get? Do we want to give our opinions first and then kind of give a hard like, hey. I don't think it's a very spoilery movie. Well, I the, think you could go in knowing the whole thing and still. For the most part. It yeah. wouldn't ruin it. Yeah, true. So, yeah, just consider yourself warned that we might talk about some things that may not be in the trailers, but you could pretty much guess how the movie's going to be. It's a pretty standard. Yeah, there's no surprises here. No, no. Uh, let's get first well, impressions. Well, that's not true. I was surprised that the movie wasn't terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I uh, we saw it Saturday, and uh, I've had um, about a week to kind of process it. it and everything. Um, it's a perfectly average movie. Yeah. There is really nothing outstanding in one way or another. Like it is just kind of right down the middle. Just okay. It's, it's passably fine. It is passable. That's very, yeah. I like that a lot. It's better than your transformers movies, but better, better than I was expecting. I mean, then again, my expectations were so so low oh yeah <laughs> i thought i was gonna hate it uh same here yeah i thought it was gonna be ninja turtles all over again yeah for me. yeah yeah that's what i was really worried about I, I was expecting batman v superman like there's enjoyably bad there's a good movie and then there's enjoyably bad and then there's just bad the teenage mutant ninja turtles <laughs> <laughs> uh the new one not the classic one the classic yeah, yeah, one was yeah, great. Yeah. anyway the, the first one of the new line of movies yes the Michael Bay ones. Um, Michael Bay produced. Well, anyway. Yeah, it wasn't. Whoever cut the trailer for this movie should maybe not do that anymore. <laughs> because the movie that we... we it's, it's almost a reverse Suicide Squad. Where the movie that was presented to us through trailers was not the movie that we received. And the movie that we received was better and more enjoyable than what we were led to believe it would be through the trailers. Like, those trailers were awful. Yeah, they were pretty bad. Yeah. And yes, I know, we dogged on Power Rangers. I dogged on Power Rangers, the movie, a lot. Oh, yeah, we went and, to town on it yeah, over and, and over again. And I'm sure some of you are thinking, well, this is the part where Sam apologizes for being wrong. Well, <laughs> no, because every problem that I had with the movie were present in the trailer, and those were the problems that I had with it, with the trailers. Yep, I apologize for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> no, um, all the critiques that we gave are still are valid but it's just that i mean it still looks enough it still looks like garbage it is oh, awful yeah. to look at yeah it's so gray and half like a the quarter colors. of it's in yeah nothing everything's muted which sucks because it's power rangers there's yes. a couple scenes where like i struggled to see uh-huh like i was trying to focus because it's so dark everything happens at night for the most part the 
there's a couple of like shaky cam, like handheld shots that kind of took me out of it a little <laughs> bit, which was weird. Yeah. I still hate the way everything is designed. Everything is way over designed and ugly. Yep. And God, Zords look like garbage. They don't look like animals. Since when does a uh, Mastodon have six legs? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, they also don't have laser beams that they shoot, but that we know of, we, that we know of. Well, I mean, we weren't around back then, but we're pretty certain. You don't that know there what came out that trunk. Legs. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there's no bone structure for that second set of, le- or that third, third set of legs. Set of legs. <laughs> yeah. Math. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they didn't look like anything. No. Hunks no. of metal. Just yeah. Transformer syndrome. They just look like okay. big hunks uh, of nothing. It wasn't as bad at least, as Transformer. At least Grimlock looks like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah, it's true. That's true. And then, yeah, and the, the Red Zord didn't look like a T-Rex really. No, it just looked like some walking. Like, he looked like an AT-AT walker with a little bit extra added to the front and a gun on his back. And then gun arms. Gun arms. Yeah, he did have he did have uh, machine gun arms. They all had machine guns. Yeah. He was a double Barrett. What kind of double Barrett? He was a double Barrett. Yeah, I did like the pterodactyl sword though. Yeah, that one was cool, and it also did the most stuff. It did. It was the only one that could fly, and on multiple occasions, it did the exact same. It did this, you know, it did the same move like three times in the movie, where it would fly down, pick one of the one of them up, and the other one, the one that's being held, is shooting while it's flying, like. It copied itself like three times. <laughs> well, let's get into some things that we talked about. Let's make let's make a compliment sandwich here. We're going to talk <laughs> about some things that are good and then all the problems that we had, and then we'll end on something good. That way, you know. Hmm. Yeah. So let's go with the cast first. Uh, They're three, all pretty good. Three-fifths of them I enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> it was very clear that the movie was really written around the characters of Jason uh, Kimberly and Billy. Those were your main. Yeah. Of yeah. the five, those were your main three. And they, they got the most character development. And the uh, character by development far. was well, good, actually. For those three. Good. I, yeah. I argue that Zach actually had more character development than Kimberly. I don't. Well, Kimberly had nothing. Yeah. Kimberly didn't really have anything. Zach didn't really have much. He's the, he, he grew on me more than Kimberly did. More than Kimberly, sure. But... He, they don't get his, into anything about him till like halfway yeah, through his, the movie. His uh, plot development is c- very contrived, I think. In well, that, yes, it's like, what's your reason for why are you so lol so random? I'm gonna do crazy rebel whatever. It's like because I have a sick mom. The end. <laughs> that's like screenwriting 101. Sick mom, sick parent. That's a reason. Okay, what was Kimberly's motivation? She was a former mean girl and was. Uh, in the process of trying to uh, change her ways while the people around her still had the preconceived notions of how she used to be mm. personal growth. Uh, same thing with, uh, uh, with uh, uh, Jason. I think uh, his uh, bits of acting out were a direct uh, response to everyone knowing who he angel Grove is, has been reimagined as this like little fishing town. It's not like a big city. Like it was in the show. Yeah, it's and, a little fishing football town. And Jason was the star quarterback, so everybody knows who he is, and he has Jason Scott. Yeah, that got a little old. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I can. I think he got a a good bit. Uh, Billy, I liked Billy a lot in this. Oh, movie. Oh yeah. yeah, Billy was straight up the best character of the whole movie. With a with an asterisk, I think, because while 
they they updated his backstory billy's backstory to make him um on the autism spectrum he's super smart doesn't understand jokes doesn't like being touched it makes sense for the character yeah and they handle it pretty well they handle it pretty well until especially for a power rangers movie as but as they progress through the movie he loses some of that that bit of autism by the end people are hugging him and he's making jokes and stuff like that oh and i don't know i don't like the idea that the morphing grid, the source of their powers, magically cured him of autism. Or, either, either that or the writer just forgot yeah. about it halfway through the script. Or like they're like, you have friends now, so you don't have autism. And that doesn't... Like, it, yeah, it that's not good. It doesn't work like that. No. I still think he has the best He has the best arc. Yeah. But again, with an asterisk, because that kind of... And because I work in, kind of work in that field and I see... You know, it's, yeah. I'm a, I'm around people with autism. Yeah, I didn't it's, think about that. And yeah, you got it, a good point. That kind of, and you know, it didn't strike me until a couple of days after watching the movie that that kind of hit me because it just kind of, eh, it just doesn't sit a hundred percent with no, me. No, but it was obviously written by somebody who read the Wikipedia page for autism and then went from there. Yes, it was <laughs> obvious the movie was written by someone who watched the first two episodes of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and said, oh, I got the characters. <laughs> Which, if they would have watched one episode further, they would have changed how Trini was depicted because Trini, in the show, Freda Heights, where do we see her first? Doing heavy metal yoga on the top of a mountain. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yep. There are a lot of weird visuals. Again, thinking back on it, there are a lot of weird like situations and visuals in this movie. Did you know that this movie starts with a masturbation joke? Yeah. Way to start your movie, yeah, guys. Way to start your movie. That also the kids are gonna watch. I yeah. Mean, it's not a. Not real... only that, but with a bull. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a, a bull's penis takes up seventy-five percent of the screen, screen in one with, shot. With, within five minutes of the almost movie. The, yeah. Almost yeah. the opening shot. Yeah. Very weird. They might as well opened on that and the Power Rangers theme going in the background. Moo. <laughs> <laughs> <Moo. laughs> Seriously, we're not kidding. We're yeah, not. No, this is, yeah. It's we're, a thing. Yeah. I. And it's right at the beginning, so we get that right away, and I'm just like, oh, God, what are we in for? Yeah. But it did, but it did get better. It which did I get guess, better. I guess when you start with a bull's penis, the only way you it can go is up. up. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to grab that movie by the horns. Uh, with both no, hands. With both hands, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, so... How much of that are we going to have to cut? Not as much as you'd think. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think if this movie was written to not be Power Rangers, but be inspired by Power Rangers, Z- the Zack and Trini characters, or Trini, because she couldn't say Trini correctly... <laughs> Um, they would have been written out. It would have just been the three of them. Yeah. If they were writing a big, a big bad Beetleborgs movie, it would have just been the three. <laughs> oh man, with Flabber. Yeah. No Dark th- and gritty Flabber. No thanks. Yeah. It's uh, a shame because I, if Trini had some sort of, or, well, it's not that she didn't have backstory. She just didn't have very much. She ha- she got the short end of the yeah, stick. If they would have elaborated on her more, she might have been my favorite character. Yeah. It just. Her whole thing was like, ah, oh, parents don't understand me. In fact, that's what I was doing through the, throughout the movie. Whenever she was talking there at one point, I would just go, because <laughs> that's the summation of, of most of her dialogue. And there are a lot of articles online championing her as, 
oh, it's so brave that they put a the first LGBT superhero. They don't come out and say that in the movie. They hint very, very, very vaguely at it. And I think if you're going to commit, you need to commit 100% on that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a line of dialogue where they're all, there's, there's a shot where they're all bonding. And we'll get back to this because it's actually one of the things I liked about the movie. Uh, they're all bonding. They're all talking, you know, late at night. And uh, also she might be drinking beer in that scene. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's underage drinking in this movie. Maybe. Power Rangers. Yeah. I thought that too. I was like, man, that looks an awful lot like a beer bottle. Yeah. How's your movie Power Rangers? Uh, <laughs> no, go, there's, go, there's a scene where they're, where they're asking, you know, if what her deal was and Zach says boyfriend problems. And she goes, yeah, boyfriend problems like that. And he goes, girlfriend problems. And they just kind of leave it up in the air. She takes a sip. What they should have done was when he says boyfriend problem, she goes, yeah, the problem is I don't want a boyfriend. That would have concretely made the character, you know, no, take the guesswork out. And then it would have actually added a little more backs, you know, a little more heft to her problem yeah. other than just like, eh, my parents don't understand me because I'm weird. I'm the all opinionated alt chick. Eh. Yeah. I didn't care for her parents either. That one scene made no sense. Yeah. It was the joke <laughs> fell flat. The pee in this cup joke. Yeah. About being on drugs. That could have been another thing. It, it, they could have left out the LGBT thing if they wanted to. Uh, they could have said, you know, we've moved around a lot. One time I got caught with some kind of illicit drug and now my parents do not trust me no matter how many times I try to redeem myself in their eyes. That would have given her way more reason to act out. That would have been character be, development. That would have actually been character development instead of just, eh. <laughs> yeah. You can tell I kind of had some problems with some of the writing in this movie. It's not good. It's the, yeah, there are two people who should probably lose their job or not get future work in this movie. The writer, field. The, the, the writer in the, in the, in the, the trailer house. Yeah. Yeah. Things I did like the power to morph is tied directly to their feelings about each other. Their, their power, to the friendship. power of friendship causes them to morph. They had to become best friends. And that is a core concept of power Rangers power through friendship. That was really good. That's a good message. Yeah. Elizabeth Banks was great. Elizabeth Banks was fantastic. I wish they gave her more to do. Yeah. She didn't have every scene that she was in. She chewed the scenery Almost as much as Raul Julia in the Street Fighter movie. <laughs> like she went all out. Oh, yeah. on she, some of those she scenes. hammed it up and it was great. It yeah. was great. I wish they would have given her more. I, I wish we would have, would have had more scenes of her like going around stealing gold. Yeah, that could be a, a movie on its own. It could. It, it be could good. have been. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. When she's like homeless dirt witch in the junkyard. And yeah, the that was up. really cool. Oh, I know. She's kind of like crazy. Mm hmm. Loved it. Yeah. Uh, it's the best way you could have interpreted that character yeah. to make sense. And, and, it, not, and not being just some crazy space yeah, witch. Yeah, because in the original show, she really doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's the Japanese footage that they're taking and writing around, so yeah. it makes very little sense. It makes, yeah. No, in the, in, the, in, the, in the original Mighty Morphin, her reasoning for destroying Earth was, I've been set free, I'm going to destroy the nearest planet. <laughs> just happened to be Earth. Scene. I liked how, and this is no spoiler whatsoever because they've hinted at it in the trailers a lot. And it's within the first couple minutes of the movie. Rita was a ranger, uh, 10,000 years ago or 65 million, million years, years ago. ago. But Zordon was the original red ranger 
or at least a red a ranger. red ranger uh, the red ranger for Earth, the, for this. or this sector or whatever yes. um and it the movie begins with zordon like dying and the yellow his whole team dying yeah because rita betrays them betrays them for reasons, reasons we don't know well because because every planet has a zeo crystal which is taken from the show zeo crystals are a thing from the show yep uh and apparently something something take the crystal out of a planet and you can make a million nukes that could take over the universe something something yeah the also create planets yeah create planets and stuff i don't know macguffin crystal yeah macguffin crystal pretty much yep yeah um but again i liked them tying that in because it gives a reason why rita and uh, zordon don't like each other don't like are against each other um i like the reasoning behind why zordon is in the is in his tube or his wall his his consciousness is, is within the uploaded ship. into the ship instead of his uh, him being uh, stuck in a uh, dimension temp- between worlds a dimensional time a dimensional time loop yes yeah I thought Cranston was fine as Zordon yeah I, he I wish they would have done a little more prosthetic to his face he just looks like Brian Cranston yeah he just looked like Brian Cranston yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is our wall Cranston yeah <laughs> um, I liked how he was kind of a jerk. Actually, not kind of a jerk. He was Zordon a jerk. Zordon was a yeah. real jerk in this, and it, it actually kind of leads a little bit to the original series where that's not what was intended, but come on. Zordon made a paramilitary team of child soldiers. <laughs> it's kind of a dick. <laughs> Alpha would have looked better if they would have cut the stupid eye stalks if off. If they took the eye stalks off Alpha, everything else would have been fine. Hater did a good job as just... the... Did an excellent job as the voice. I think he got... Maybe he walked that fine line. He got very, very close to being too meta. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he, he, he didn't cross it. He didn't. He was... Boy, he was pushing it though. Yeah. He was really like the surface tension right on that line. Yeah. Man. It was like, yeah. He just sounded like Bill Hader too. Yeah. Well, yeah, he just did a, a Bill Hader impression. Um, <laughs> how can you do an impression of yourself? Never mind. Uh, <laughs> hey kids, this is my best Bill Hader. Because I'm Bill Hader. Because I'm Bill Hader. Yeah, right. Uh, he did the I.I.I. If you're wondering, twice. he did do the I.I.I. Yeah. That's yeah. That was the next thing. There were points where I thought the callbacks to the original series worked. They mostly came out of Alpha Five. Yeah. The I.I.I. The Go Go Power Rangers. The, the Go Go Power Rangers was the worst. That was the worst. Go Go Power go, Rangers. Go, Power Rangers. Yeah. At least the first time he says I.I.I. It worked with the line of dialogue they were using at yes, the time. The yeah. second time it didn't. Not no, so it much. fell pretty flat. Yeah, like most of the callbacks to catchphrases, they fell pretty flat. Rita <laughs> saying "Make my monster grow." That yep. one didn't bother me. I don't know why. I mean, she was making a monster grow. <laughs> Where was I? Have such a headache. She said that in like every episode. It wasn't in this movie. No. But you know what? She did have a Krispy Kreme donut. Some Krispy Kreme donuts. Yeah. Krispy Kreme must have paid like a the, bajillion dollars. The, the sixth ranger of the team was Krispy Kreme Donuts. Yeah. Uh, the whole third act takes place in, on top of, and around a Krispy Kreme donut and shop. And they keep saying Krispy Kreme. Yeah, Krispy Kremes. Krispy Kreme. Like, at one point, there is a cup 
in the middle of the screen, dead center, with that logo in with, straight with, focus. With what logo, Josh? The Krispy Kreme logo. <laughs> That's right. The Krispy Kreme logo. The, the worst part is Rita going into the Krispy Kreme and eating a Krispy Kreme donut. And while, enjoy- looking at, while looking at the camera as if to think, hmm, I enjoy this Krispy Kreme donut. <laughs> I actually thought, <laughs> I'll be honest, I love bad movies. And if the rest of the movie matched that tone, I think it would have been great if they would have just gone over the top with it because that was a very weird, weird over the top moment and an otherwise kind of kind of serious ish yeah, if action. They, if movie. they were trying to make a joke about the product placement, it didn't hit. It didn't hit a hundred percent. I guarantee that there was a uh, a version of the script where that was the juice bar and not a Krispy Kreme donut. Yeah, yeah, I guarantee that was originally Ernie's. Other things that were kind of missing from this movie. Where's Bulk and Skull? There was a bully character, and he was neither Bulk nor Skull. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, does not make not sense. Not even like a passing like callback. Yeah. Nothing. Very weird. Though I, I did kind of chuckle a little bit when Jason smacked him in detention. That was yeah. kind of funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and that line, you just smack him? Yeah, it's weird, right? Like, <laughs> like, that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that was good. No, the the cast themselves had they were they were pretty charismatic. They oh yeah, they with what they were given, they did the best they could with it. Again, I think R.J. Seiler, Billy did the best job, mm-hmm. especially early in early on in the film. Oh yeah, definitely. Why do you think that Megazord? Uh, like the art direction of everything in that movie, it was ugly. Yeah, I. Wish we saw the transformation sequence. Other than flashes through smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because the zords don't make sense together. It wouldn't have fit. No. Now, do you think that the reason why it looked the way it did was because it fell into the Zeo crystal and it merged? The power of their friendship merged the five robots together? Or do you think that the robots were always able to do that? Because I think it it was like a brand new thing that had never been done because yeah. Rita looked like super surprised about it. Yeah, yeah, probably. But the other thing was it shares a very similar silhouette to the Goldar monster. Yes, that too. And I was really mad because that was that's really lazy work. Yes. Also, the Goldar monster was lame. Oh, yeah. super. Mel- melted Velveeta. Yeah, big cheese, man. It looked like... Uh, those old Kraft mac and cheese commercials where there's just waves of cheese flowing through. Yeah, yeah. It looked like that. Yeah. I, I want to add one more good thing to finish off this sandwich. We'll talk about the the uh, oh, we extra thing. We weren't then... on the we weren't on the bad part yet. No, we were we were on the bad part. Okay. We, we've been on the we've been on the bad part. I don't we know. I think we kind of jumped part. around a bit. Yeah. Uh I liked how Zordon explained the three rules of being a Power Ranger. Don't tell anyone that you're a Power Ranger. Never escalate unless your enemy escalates. Only use your powers for good. That comes straight from the show. That means someone at some point at least watched the first couple episodes. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. They that, that was cool. They don't follow those rules, really. Not really. Especially <laughs> Zach when he took the, the his Zord for a, a joyride. That was weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we're kind of running short, but uh, what'd you guys think of the after credits? What was it? Oh, were they? Tommy. Tommy. I don't. I don't care about the Green Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> it was an empty seat with a green hoodie hanging over it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was oh. a green Letterman jacket, wasn't it? No, it was a green hoodie. Oh. Uh. Oh, by the way, did you see Jason David Frank got ejected from the premiere? Oh, he did? Yeah. Why is that? Well, apparently during his cameo, mm-hmm. uh, which by the way, he has a cameo within the film. Yes. Which I think we talked about that and Amy jo- And a- Amy Jo Johnson yes. did as well. Uh, non-speaking cameos. Yeah. 
Uh, when that cameo popped up, he got his phone out and was recording the crowd, re- recording their reaction to his cameo. Oh, and not allowed to do that. That's a no-no. He, and he got grabbed by security and was escorted outside and said, you can't do that. And he's like, that's me in the movie. He's like, and, they're, and they tried to do, take his phone. Don't you know who I am? <laughs> yeah, he said, that's that's me in the movie right there. This is my scene. I guess he didn't get to see the end or the after credit scene. Oh, jeez. Wow. Yep. Well, it serves him right. Yeah. You know what? serves him right. Ego sometimes. You just got to put it aside and just enjoy. Yeah, he was trying to get a crowd reaction uh-huh. shot of the, of the cameo. He had, he had a group. It's like a, a shot they would have given to an extra otherwise. Yeah. Like it's not It's not a it wasn't a big deal. But yeah, you know, it, it was nice that they threw them in. I don't know why the other Rangers weren't in there. Yeah. I mean I know why Toy Trang wasn't in there. But, yeah, but that's Yeah, that's neither here nor there. Um there have been rumors that uh they might cast a, a female Tommy. What do you think about that? That'd be cool. I doubt they will, but <laughs> Yeah. Well because the because the green power coin was uh um Rita's before. Yeah. Also, why focus on making this stupid gold monster? If she had a power coin, that means she had a Zord. She had to have had a Zord. It was in the background of one of those scenes. Was in the, it? In the smoke. In the, in the uh, 65 million years in the past. No, 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 no. It was in the, uh, the, that weird like uh, jump scare um, shared like nightmare, waking oh. nightmare scene where they got the power coins and Rita came at them all. Okay. With like everything like turned to stone and dust around okay, them. Okay, I didn't see that. Uh, yeah, and the smoke in the background there is a dragon. Okay, she has the green power coin. Mm-hmm. It's in her staff. Yeah, it's there the entire movie. Why isn't it on her belt? Okay, th- yeah, but also why not just use the dragon sword? Because they need to have that cool reveal of the dragon sword when they have Tommy Oliver. When they make the sequel. When they make the sequel, yeah. of which this movie is a part of a six-part series. Yeah. Hey, at apparently. least the next movie will have more Power Ranger reaction. Yeah, if I had one major complaint outside of all the other major complaints I've had, <laughs> um, the action bits only were about, they were only Power Rangers for about a half hour. And that was the most Power Ranger-y And stuff. that was the best part. Like, it looked like Power Rangers, more or less. The fight scenes were shot, it like, almost looked the same. Yeah. It was really cool, but it was like two minutes. Yeah, yeah. It just, I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish, yeah, I hope the next, I hope they take into consideration some of the uh, critiques that people give on this movie and actually make adjustments to the next film. They're not going to because <laughs> they worked. never do that. Yeah. But I hope they do that. Yeah, but it, but it overall wasn't terrible. Yeah. It was a passable movie. It was, yeah. it was decent enough. You know, I, I don't really care for giving out arbitrary number scores, but if I had to, like a 6.5. Yeah, you know, I'd agree with that. If five is totally average, completely baseline average, you know, 6.5. That seems fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd yeah. agree with that completely. Yeah. Well, I think that does it for us this week. Uh, you've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash radio. You can yell at us about our Power Rangers opinions at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can tweet at us about our Power Rangers opinions at nerd underscore overload. Is that what it That's is? That's what it is. That is what it is. <laughs> or you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Nerd Overload TV. That's right. We're also on iTunes and Stitcher. And uh, so, yeah, go check us out over there. And uh, we will be back next week. Thanks for listening. Peace out. 
This show was sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes.